Welcome to the Turkey Hunter Podcast with me, your host, Andy Galliano. In this podcast, I share with turkey hunters just like you how to have more turkeys on your hunting property and how to have more successful turkey hunts. I teach you how to do this with tips and interviews with turkey hunting pros, wildlife management tips, and entertaining turkey hunting stories. Tune in weekly as I share proven and simple strategies to help you have more success this turkey season. Make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com to subscribe to receive free turkey hunting tips, tactics, strategies, and product reviews. Also, please visit and like my Facebook fan page. Go to Facebook and search I Am Turkey Hunting. And also feel free to post your turkey hunting photos from this past season and let us know where and when you killed your bird. For all of you Twitter users out there, please follow me on Twitter where my handle is at turkeyhitman, and I will be sure to follow you back. And now, for this week's show. Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of the Turkey Hunter Podcast. You are listening to episode number 172, Planning for the Wisconsin Turkey Hunting Trip. And I am your host and the guy who has finally nailed down the plans for the first Georgia trip of the season. My first and hopefully only trip to Georgia to hunt turkeys this coming season. And Georgia's season opens in just a few short weeks, but it doesn't open before Alabama season opens, which is in 35 days, 8 hours, 38 minutes, and 10 seconds. So those of you guys who have been listening to the show for any length of time know that I'm in the process of trying to complete my super slam of wild turkeys, which is killing a turkey in every state that has turkeys. And so my focus this season is on other states more so than my home state of Alabama. And there are some states that are, well, there are neighbors that I've not killed a turkey in. And so I'm going to be focusing on those this year. Georgia is one of them that I've got on my list, and I plan on marking it off of my list this season. And I have my plans together to go hunt Georgia opening day, actually opening weekend of their season. And I am taking my lovely bride with me. So we have a little place rented and we're gonna well I say we're I'm going to get up in the mornings and turkey hunt until probably 10 30 or 11 o'clock go back to the place get something to eat with her for lunch and then take her with me in the afternoon on a little afternoon hike she'll have her hiking boots on and I will have on my camo and be toting a shotgun and wearing a turkey vest on my hike. So that way, if I hear a turkey gobble, I can just kind of push her down the hill. I mean, I can tell her to move on over the hill and I can sit down and see if I can't call a turkey in. So I'm pretty excited about that. I'll be interested to see how that really kind of plays out. Hopefully she feels included on this trip 
and she doesn't feel like she's being left at the cabin the whole time that I'm out hunting. So we'll see how that goes. Hopefully by now you guys know that I love to hear from you. I always love to talk turkeys and turkey hunting, but I especially love to talk about it with people who are as obsessed with it as I am. And I know that there are a bunch of you guys listening to this show right now that are as afflicted as I am. Well, it's true confession time. So I've been pretty lax on responding to emails over the past six weeks or so, and I want to apologize about that. So if you're listening and you sent me an email with a show topic suggestion or just a general question and I haven't responded yet, hang in there. I'm getting to those. I've been trying to respond to a couple of them each night to try to get caught up and I'm pretty sure I'll get there soon. So the reason that I'm even mentioning this right now is because, so the reason I'm even talking about this is because I got an email from Tyler Brown that posed some very good questions. Tyler's email got me thinking about a show topic because he was asking how I tackle certain hurdles that come up when trying to plan an out-of-state turkey hunt. Here's the meat of his email to me. So in the email he's talking about his upcoming trips to Florida and to Minnesota and he says that he's been doing a good bit of research, mostly online, looking at biologist reports and different DNR websites. And he says it's a little overwhelming, honestly. So I just thought that maybe you could give me the 10,000 foot view of your findings. Specifically things like which states did you find it harder to draw tags for? Which would you recommend an outfitter over public ground? Which states can you hunt private ground as long as it's not posted? I'm not asking you to tell me where you killed birds. I would just greatly appreciate any info that could make the process more efficient. So those are all great questions to ask. And Tyler, my suggestion to you is don't get overwhelmed with this because if you're looking at it in the grand scheme of, okay, I'm going to try to kill a turkey in 49 states and I've got to go do it now. That's overwhelming. If you are only going to tackle one or two or three states a year, then I really feel like over the course of about two, maybe three days, you should be able to have a pretty good feel for one state that you're going to go to and feel pretty confident that you're going to have some success there. You can't look at this like you're eating an elephant. You've got to look at it like you're taking a bite of elephant because that's what you're doing. And every one of those bites that you take, you've got to chew. And that chewing is you're preparing for these hunts. So don't get overwhelmed with the big picture of this. Look at each state that you're going to this year. So you're considering Florida and Minnesota. You need to spend time on Florida and Minnesota's websites. Don't worry about the other states just yet. Now, I'm going to throw something out there to you in just a second that is going to contradict what I just said. But don't worry about those other states just yet. You tackle Florida and Minnesota. Let that be your goal for the year. Spend as much time on their websites as you need to spend. Look at Outfitters if you want to go that route. There are some public land opportunities in Florida 
Those have been discussed a couple of times on this show, so you may want to go back and look for those older episodes. And I apologize, I didn't look them up, so I can't tell you what episode number they are right now off the top of my head. But if you want to shoot me another email, I'll be glad to look those up for you and respond to your email. So if you're just getting started with your Super Slam, then think small and focus on the states that you want to go to this year. So I mentioned not to worry about other states at this point, but you asked the question in your email of which states did you find it harder to draw tags for? And that's a great question. So there are definitely two and maybe three states that you're going to have difficulty getting tags in. The two that I know that you're going to have difficulty getting tags in because there's such a limited supply of tags are Connecticut and Nevada. And so at some point in time over the next year or two years, you're going to want to start applying for one of those states. And when you draw the tag for that state that you've been applying for, then you want to plan to hunt that state and a neighboring state. So leave a few options open around Nevada and leave a few options open around Connecticut so that you can hit Connecticut when you draw a tag there and then make a short drive because it's a small state across the state line and be hunting in another state that you haven't killed a bird in. The third state that you may have difficulty drawing a tag in is Arizona. So Put Arizona third on the list, but go ahead next year or the year after and start applying for Nevada and Connecticut. And that, in fact, is what I'm about to do. And remember, I'm farther into this process than you are. I've got several more years invested in it than you do. And I'm just now getting to the point where I'm going to start applying in Nevada and Connecticut. So don't sweat those just yet, but for... A multitude of reasons next year, the year after, even the year after that, go ahead and start applying for those states. The other thing about the Super Slam that will make it much easier for you to manage this feat is to hit two or three states a year, but all neighboring states. So, for instance, if you have North Carolina on your list, you easily could hit Western North Carolina, Eastern Tennessee, and Southeastern Kentucky without having to drive terribly far between those places. In fact, you could probably set up camp or rent a cabin or something in one spot and drive 30 minutes across the state line and kill birds there by having just one home base and one camp set up. So that's something to think about, and that will make the process much easier for you as well. Okay, so I mentioned a few minutes ago about Tyler's email bringing up a show topic idea for me. And what I've decided to do is to take you guys on my trip to Wisconsin turkey hunting with me. I mean, I'm actually going to take you all the way to Wisconsin turkey hunting with me. I'm going to take you from zero to boots on the ground, hopefully with a turkey in hand. 
So what I'm going to do is similar to what I've done in the past in that I'm going to let you guys listen in on some calls that I'm going to make to biologists in other states and similar calls like I've done before, but nothing like what we're going to do with this topic. Like I said, I'm actually going to take you guys on my hunt in Wisconsin. We will make it or break it on the trip together, and we're going to go from my not having planned anything to having the trip planned, and I'm going to record the hunts while I'm there and play those for you. Good, bad, or ugly. So, let's get started. Right now what I know is this. Alabama's turkey season ends on April the 30th, and I don't go on my trip to Washington and Idaho until late May. So, I have about three weeks of downtime, and I have 29 more states that I need to kill a turkey in. I also know that I have to be in Chicago sometime during the second week in May. But I've already killed a bird in Illinois, but I haven't killed a bird in any of the states north or northwest of Illinois, namely Wisconsin, Michigan, or Minnesota. Now, Wisconsin's fairly close to Chicago, and Minnesota's not terribly far either, so I've decided to hit Wisconsin, and if I can squeeze it in, I may hit Minnesota as well. But for now, my focus is on Wisconsin. So, first things first, season dates and bag limits. In order to find all of this out, the quickest and easiest thing to do is to get on Google which I did, and I typed in Wisconsin 2018 turkey season, and up popped a few choices for me with the very first search result being what I think I need. The 2018 Spring Turkey Hunting Guide provided by Wisconsin DNR. Looking around in this document, I see that the season runs from April the 18th through May the 29th. I also see that there are really six different seasons, each one roughly being six days long. And I see that the state is divided into seven different zones as well. So I also know because I actually mentioned this on the show a couple of weeks ago, that Wisconsin has a preference drawing and that any leftover tags are sold on a first come, first serve basis beginning March 19th for the first zone. And there is a chart on this PDF document that tells me how many permits are available for each zone in 2018 total, but also how many were available in 2017, how many were issued in the drawing, sold over the counter, the total issued, as well as the number of birds harvested, and the hunter success rate. And it looks to me like Fort McCoy, Zone 2, Zone 4, and Zone 1 have the highest success rates out of all the zones that I've looked at. Now, something jumps out here at me. I see that the success rates for all of these zones are not very high. They're ranging from 23.6% to a low of 14.3%, with an average of 20.4%. So, I know a lot of people will look at that and say, that I have a 20% chance of harvesting a turkey when I'm there, but I actually don't. I look at it and say, I have to hunt five days there to be successful. 
And for those of you who are listening who are statistics analysts or statistics majors in college, I know that that math does not work out. So don't email me. But that's the way that I look at that. It gets me to be a little bit more optimistic about my chances as well. So I already know when I'm going on this trip. I've looked at the general areas that I want to hunt. And I know about how long I need to hunt there to be successful. Now I need to look at the legalities and formalities. So here are the major things I need to know. I need to know the cost of the license, tag, and stamp. I need to know the bag limit. Is hunter education required? How many birds can I kill? Can I shoot a bearded hen? So these are things that are important to me. They may not necessarily be important to you. You may only be concerned with killing one turkey. You may care less about killing a bearded hen. But these are the things that I am looking for. So the cost of the license is a little bit confusing. I can't tell if a license is $275 or if it's $85 for a small game. So I'm going to have to call the Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources in just a minute and figure out how much this trip to Wisconsin is going to cost me in licenses, tags, and stamps. Now, I do see that I need a harvest authorization, which is $60, and I need a $5.25 turkey hunting stamp. I see that the bag limit is one turkey per authorization. And now, if I had two authorizations that had not been filled or two tags that had not been filled, then I could technically kill two turkeys in one day, as long as both of my tags are for the same season. I see that the harvest must be registered online or by phone by 5 p.m. the day after recovery of the animal. And I see that any bird with a beard is legal. And I'm reminded now that I'm old because there's there's no hunter education requirement for me because I am grandfathered in. But I'm still confused about the licenses, the cost of the licenses, that is. So I'm going to call the Department of Natural Resources, and I'm going to let you guys listen in for a few minutes. I had a couple of questions that I was hoping you could help me with that I can't seem to get my mind wrapped around with what I can find online. So, I can. All right. What do you need? The license cost. Am I reading it correctly that for a non-resident, for turkey, it would be 275 mm, Or is for it a small spring, game? 2018 spring turkey license is $60. Okay, so I, I could do a small game license then is for turkey. Is that correct? Okay, small game. You need your... You don't need a small game. The small game is not for turkey. You need your spring turkey license. Okay. And that is $60 for a non-resident, plus the $5.25 for a turkey stamp, and plus buying a permit, an authorization permit. Okay. So I, I think that's where I got confused. I guess I was thinking that that $60 charge was the authorization, but that is not. No, that is just your license. Okay. Like a hunting license. Okay. Then you have to buy 
a stamp because that's for all turkeys. We need need to get a turkey stamp. And then we have a num uh, just a distinct number of permits that goes out for spring turkey season. And we've already done the drawing. You do an application in the fall of the pre previous year, and we have a drawing for people to win that turkey harvest authorization. That has been completed. Now we have leftover turkey harvest authorizations. They go on sale starting in March, and it's first come, first serve. So you don't buy your turkey license until you win your turkey permit. Right, okay. Don't spend the money on a license if you don't get a permit. That makes good sense. Okay. And so okay. it starts on the 19th, and I read that each zone that the start dates for those leftover authorization sales will will be at different dates. Is there a list that tells yes. me? Yes. If you're familiar with our DNR website, sounds like you've already gone that route, so I give you kudos for that. I tried. Um, <laughs> <laughs> for um, the spring turkey, turkey... And I'm looking at that zone map now. Yeah, you'll have to know where you want to go. Mm-hmm. Um, spring turkey leftover permit that goes on sale, like you've seen. I'm on the um, I'm on the spring turkey bonus harvest authorization availability, and the different zones go on sale starting on Monday the 19th, March the 19th, and it also shows how many numbers are left over. Oh, okay. And to prepare for this, you got to, one, have a customer number. So you got to get a customer number assigned to you if you haven't. Okay. And, two, become, become familiar with the website gowild.wi.gov because that's how you're going to get online to purchase your turkey harvest and then your turkey permit and then buy your license. Is your, cause unless you'll be in Wisconsin come March 19th, You'll have to do it online, correct? That's correct. Okay. And I would recommend that you get get familiar with the Go Wild website so so you know how that our, our website works in order to buy the permit. Okay. Because it's a it's a it's an interesting ordeal when it happens. Because <laughs> everybody really wants those tags and they get you have to sign on in advance. Say come Monday the nineteenth, you want zone one wherever zone one is, I'll look in my map. But say you want zone one. So come on Monday, March 19th, they go on sale at 10 o'clock. You would want to get online, sign into your Go Wild website like at 9.30, and then you wait and wait. And then everybody that signed on to Go Wild at 10 o'clock on Monday 19th will be pushed into a, a line in the Internet world, and mm-hmm. you'll wait your turn. You could be pushed in and be number one, or you could be pushed in and be number 50,000. Okay. And you then sit and wait the clock. You'll see the number tick down, and you'll watch the numbers click slowly down until you're the next one in line. And then when you're the next one in line, you've got 20 minutes to get signed on. So you have to be there ready, because if you walked away and your number's sitting there, we only let you sit there for like 20 minutes. And then the next person gets pushed in. Okay. Okay. So you're sitting there waiting for your number to show up online, and you'll see it on the screen. Then you get signed in, and then you go in, and you buy your license, and then you buy your permit. Okay. So that's why I would suggest once you get your customer number to get 
get to know the Go Route website so you know what to do ahead of time. Yeah, that's that's a great suggestion. I appreciate that. I never would have thought that, that it's basically a internet, that you're standing in line on the internet. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's an odd concept. <laughs> But it works really good. We've got we've done it through the turkey season and deer season is a big bonus availability tag time too when people are wanting the bonus tags for deer. Right, okay. We have a lot left over depending on the zones you want. Do you know what area of the state you're going to? I'm looking well I'm kinda of flexible because I've actually got a conference in Chicago, so I'm gonna come up there a few days early and spend some time up there. So I'm flexible at this point and I'm looking at zones two, four and one, probably okay. in that order. Okay. Two what time is your um conference? Oh yeah, great question. What date? So what, what date is your conference? Yeah, the conference is on the I'm looking at coming up there on the and hunting basically the but that pushes me to a different season, doesn't it? Of May or April? Yes, ma'am, of May. Of May. Okay, because Zone 2 only has tags available then afterwards. Oh, okay. Because you can see that there on that table if you're on the website that I'm on. Okay. I looked for that page and haven't found it yet. So you said it's... Um... Look underneath Spring Turkey Bonus. Okay. Oh, I see this now. Okay. Yeah, you so see zone the table two. down below? Wow, yeah, I sure do. So zone two is limited. Zone one has quite a bit earlier. The first two weeks are gone. They are the they they go quick. Right, it looks in like April. It. Mm-hmm. So in May, you know, you're coming in May. So zone two may not be available for you, but you got zone four that might be. You said, and zone one would be too. Right. Okay. So. You say you cut zone one, you're interested in zone one. They go on sale at 10 o'clock on Monday the 19th. They won't go on sale again until Saturday, the March 24th, until they're all sold out then. So Saturday you'd get back on the 24th online and buy another bonus tag, one a day, and to get two or three or four. Okay, so on March the 19th, zone one bonus tags will go on sale, first come, first serve, and whatever's left over at the end of the 19th won't go back on sale until the 24th? Yes, sir. Okay. I want to make sure I understood that correctly. Okay. That's interesting. This is <laughs> new to me. I've hunted in 20 different states for turkeys and <laughs> not had one like this. It's, but, you know, it, it's kind of crazy, but it's it's really kind of cool because it's like, am I going to get it or not get it? You know, and so it's like waiting in line or waiting on the phone to get concert tickets back in the day. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Only for it to be your turn when you come off of hold and they say, oh, we just sold out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That would, so that would the, think. <laughs> the authorizations then I'm looking at are $15 for non-residents? Yes, sir. Okay, perfect. Do you have a customer number? I do not yet. All right, so that call hurt me a little bit. It was a great call. It was an informative call because now I know that I may not be able to hunt Wisconsin because of timing and scarcity of turkey authorizations. Basically, I'm on hold for hunting Wisconsin until March the 19th and March the 21st, which is when the zones that I want to hunt will come open for general 
sales of authorizations. So you may be thinking right now, well, if you are not going to go to Wisconsin, why are you even telling any of this stuff to us? So here's why. I've just spent about two hours on the Wisconsin DNR website studying their laws, their seasons, their bag limits, the cost of the licenses, etc., etc., etc. For what could possibly be no reason now. So do you kind of see now why I've been harping all off-season long to you guys to plan your trips? I know when turkey season ends in May or in June, the last thing you probably want to start thinking about again is turkey season. But it's actually the right time to start planning because you can put some important dates on your calendar like, hey, I want to go to Wisconsin. And if I'm going to go to Wisconsin and I know that I'm going to be there on X date, then why not go ahead and apply for the season that I want a permit for when those permits are going to be drawn in a general drawing and guarantee my tag. Those are the kind of things that we need to know well ahead of time. Now for me, this hunt to Wisconsin is more of an opportunity trip because I have to be in that area anyway in early to mid-May. And I just found out about that trip that I'm going to have to make about three weeks ago. So am I a little bit disappointed? Well, heck yeah, but I'm not down and out yet. And there's two reasons. Number one, there are still roughly 7,400 authorizations available for the time that I'm going to be in that area. And I only need one. Actually, I need two because I think my Yankee buddy John from Virginia has expressed some interest in joining me on this trip, and I really need two authorizations because I'd love for him to join me. These authorizations are on a first-come, first-served basis, so I have a chance. Reason number two, there are two other states within a few hours' drive of Chicago that I have not killed turkeys in, and that's Minnesota and Michigan. And I also happen to know that both of those states allow over-the-counter license sales after visiting their respective websites. All right, so I'm going to look at Minnesota as my first choice now because if I cannot get a Wisconsin license to hunt there this year for when I'm going to be there and in the zones that I want to hunt in, then I'm going to combine Wisconsin and Michigan in a future combination hunt. I lack those three states Wisconsin, Michigan, and Minnesota from marking off the central part of the U.S. completely off of my Super Slam list. Honestly, though, my goal on this trip this year will be to fill tags in two states. And my plan at this point is to just get my facts and do my legwork for Minnesota now, and I'll do my legwork for Wisconsin after March the 21st. If I don't get a Wisconsin authorization, then I'll research Michigan and try for Minnesota and Michigan on this trip. So now I'm on the Minnesota DNR website, and it looks like the licenses are pretty reasonable. It looks like it may cost me $96 for a non-resident spring surplus tag, and it looks like I need to buy a walk-in hunting 
permit as well. Those are pretty inexpensive. They're two, three, five dollars, something like that. Now I also see that I'm going to have to purchase a license for one particular permit area. So my next step here is going to be to find the harvest record stats online to see which permit area I need to buy in. After doing a little research on Google, I found what I needed. And it looks like in Minnesota in 2017, there were 49,919 permits issued and 11,854 wild turkeys were registered during that hunting season. And that number is above their five-year average. That's actually a 23.7 success rate. I thought it was pretty interesting in looking at the success rate for the different seasons that the lottery portion of the season in Minnesota, which is their first two weeks of the season, had the highest success rate, 37.1%. And I think it's awesome that the state of Minnesota tells me how many archery turkey permits they sold and how many youth turkey permits they sold and how many gun turkey permits they sold as well because that helps me narrow some things down. So I'm looking at this chart that tells me the number of tags issued and the number of birds harvested for each zone or permit area and I'm writing down the five highest success rate permit areas and then I'm going to start studying the map to look at logistics to pick my top one or two but I probably won't write those in stone just yet until I talk to a turkey biologist in the area because I want to know what is the winter like in one area over another. Are they expecting a die-off of turkeys in one area over another? Or did they have a really, really good hatch two years ago in one area over another? So just because the hunter success rate is higher in one or two areas last year does not mean that this year there's going to be the same number of opportunities for hunters in those zones. But I still need to go ahead and list out a few of the top zones, pick out one or two, and start making some phone calls and getting some human beings on the phone because I can only find out a certain amount of information by being online. Now, like I said, I thought it was pretty interesting that the state has stripped out the youth and archery tags and the harvest numbers on those tags. And by the states doing that, I can see only the gun harvest rates. And interestingly enough, I noticed that the success rate for archery and youth hunters is 16, almost 17 percent, and that the gun harvest rates are closer to 29 or 30 percent for all of the zones. So that sounds a lot better than a 23.7% success rate, which that lower rate of 23.7% takes into account archery and youth hunters. And I am neither of those. By looking at this chart, it also looks like the success rate for the earlier seasons is greater than the later seasons. But since I don't have much choice as to when I hunt, I just have to pick a permit area and I need to start pounding the telephone, 
and nailing down where in those zones I'm going to hunt. So without having talked to a biologist or two, I've picked two permit areas that are kind of up there at the top of my list and one back up. So I've picked areas 501, 503, and 507 because they have good success rates for 2017. But like I said, before I decide which one of those zones I'm going to hunt in, I've got phone calls to biologists that I need to make. And these are phone calls that I'll make and bring to you guys next week. So very quickly, I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on Michigan just yet, but I do want to look and just make sure that Michigan is still an option. Since I'm going to be in Minnesota and I don't want to drive halfway around the world or halfway around a Great Lake, I would choose to hunt the upper peninsula of Michigan which is still a pretty decent drive from the areas in Minnesota that I'm looking at hunting. But that's okay. I'm not terribly worried about that. Now, the UP in Michigan is Zone M, which according to the map has open season running from April the 23rd through May the 31st. And the licenses cost $151 for non-residents and I would have to buy a $15 spring turkey license as well. Michigan allows one bearded turkey. So now I want to look around for some harvest numbers online for Michigan to see where in the UP I might want to go to try to fill my tag. But I've hit a roadblock. I can't seem to easily find any Michigan turkey harvest records at all for any year. So I'm going to have to call the state wild turkey biologist and or the NWTF's state biologist for Michigan. And his name is Ryan Boyer. And I'm going to have to ask some questions. So, all right. So that's all that I can do this point with Michigan, Minnesota, and Wisconsin, which means that's all that I've got for you guys today. But I hope that this episode taught you guys something who are starting to travel and hunt out of state a little bit. I am the perfect example of why we need to start our planning early. Planning next year's trip is a great thing to do as soon as turkey season ends this year. So this summer when it's hot and it's too hot to be outside fishing or playing golf, If some of you happen to do that, and I'm not sure why you would ever want to do that, but if some of you enjoy playing golf and it's too hot for you, then that's the perfect time to get on the computer and start doing your research for turkey season 2019 and any hunting trips you want to take then. Hey, before you turn off the show, can you help me with something, please? If you're listening to the Turkey Hunter podcast and enjoying the show, but you have not yet left a five-star rating and review on your podcast player, then can you please do so using your podcast player app? Leaving a review and a rating is a huge help to me because it helps others who find the show to decide if they want to listen or not. Leaving a two or three sentence review will only take a couple of minutes to do and it does a world of good for the show. And there's one more hidden benefit 
of leaving a five-star rating and a review for the Turkey Hunter podcast. And that is that I am 100% sure that it will help you sleep better tonight. Okay, that's all I've got for you guys today. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I know that you have choices. I appreciate you spending your time with us. I hope you have a wonderful week, and I look forward to seeing you again next week. Goodbye. Welcome to the Turkey Hunter Podcast with me, your host, Andy Galliano. In this podcast, I share with turkey hunters just like you how to have more turkeys on your hunting property and how to have more successful turkey hunts. I teach you how to do this with tips and interviews with turkey hunting pros, wildlife management tips, and entertaining turkey hunting stories. Tune in weekly as I share proven and simple strategies to help you have more success this turkey season. Make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com to subscribe to receive free turkey hunting tips, tactics, strategies, and product reviews. Also, please visit and like my Facebook fan page. Go to Facebook and search I Am Turkey Hunting. And also feel free to post your turkey hunting photos from this past season and let us know where and when you killed your bird. For all of you Twitter users out there, please follow me on Twitter where my handle is at turkeyhitman, and I will be sure to follow you back. And now, for this week's show.